Fasting for 30 days isn't as easy as it seems. You can't read Arabic, and who doesn't masturbate to emotion? <laughs> is Rami a bad guy? We find out all of that and more as we talk Hulu's Rami Season 1, Episodes 5 and 6, Do the Ramadan, uh, and Refugees. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz That's the Ramadan. The Ramadan. Yeah, yes. we're doing the Ramadan. the Ramadan. We're doing the Ramadan as we talk a lot of things on this episodes of Rami, episodes five and six. Very, very particularly time because we are going into Ramadan, which pretty much starts tomorrow. And discussing Ramadan and all these things in these episodes is so good. And they named it Do the Ramadan. Do so the it's Ramadan. like it's like a dance. It's a dance that uh, people do. I mean, it is Coachella for Muslims, right? I love that. That was such a great line. So good. How does one... I, I, is there a dance move? There should be a dance move, Do the Ramadan. Uh, definitely, definitely not. I would rather not have a <laughs> fatwa against me. I was okay, just sorry, kidding. No, no uh, there's no dance move. It's, okay. it's, uh, let's, let's not act like Ramadan is not one of the pillars of Islam. It is. We will get into that and so much more. As I am your host, my name is Tehran. And, of course, I am joined by the illustrious, Ooh, illustrious. Nikki Bailey. Yes. Hey, y'all. Hi, how are you? I've never been illustrious before. I feel I'm very like you're, happy about I feel like it. you're a little Thank illustrious. You. I feel like there's illustriousness to you. Wow, that's yeah. so nice. Thank you. Yeah, I yeah. That. I love it. Especially uh, re-watching our last episode, I wish more of the world had more Nikki Bailey. Thank you. So enlightened. So good. It was so good discussing all these things, especially Rami can be at times, it could be very heavy Mm -hmm. and take such a great approach on it. I felt that you as a person are very similar in that way. I would agree. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't really know what to say about to to that, but thank you. So let's find out what the illustrious Nikki Billy has to say about episodes five and six, Do the Ramadan and Refugees of uh, Hulu's Rami. Wow. What were your overall thoughts? So uh, Do the Ramadan uh, was... It was a little bit confusing for me, actually, and and I'm not entirely sure why... Uh, I guess I guess part of me was so I, I was so trying to identify with Rami um, in how he coordinates and handles all these different elements um, that I got a little I got a little confused and, and a little like why is it worth it Rami is it worth it so that was my take on that and then refugees the title was I mean that was just deep like it was deep and um, and and so much of what Dina was dealing with. Um, was so particular to her experience as a Muslim American woman, but also there's some stuff that I really identified with, so I'm looking forward to talking to. Well, we have a lot to discuss as we break it all down. We're going to talk about Ramadan itself, Sean, uh, mosque time, Coachella for Muslims, and of course, we can't escape do the Ramadan without uh, talking about Rami doing it on Ramadan and the person who he did it with. with. Exactly. Uh -uh. Going into episode six, of course, that was the Dina story and we're going to get refugees. We're going to talk about stricter on boys more stricter on boys than girls. Uh, Dina's friends, who we get the first appearance and good look at. Dina gets it on. Rami's not the only one. Mm -hmm. The dream... Oof. And, of course, the fetish. That was the strong part. Overall, yes. I must say that both of these episodes hit home. And I, especially because of a person with a Middle Eastern descent, you, you understand it. Now, there is a difference between Persian life and, and 
Arab life, there is a difference. And that difference is, honestly, Arabs can be a little stricter with their family members, uh, especially with the girls. It's actually a very... And, and just watching it, it was very interesting to watch that dynamic uh, in, in episode six. It was so real and so honestly on the nose of how, how brothers and sisters would be treated. Mm-hmm. And Rami gives that advice, and she says, you're so privileged. Mm-hmm. And there is that male privilege that exists. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't exist just in the Arab world or the Middle Eastern world, but it exists throughout yeah. where we always put place much more severe and strict rules on our women than we do our, our men with the with the concept of, well, you're the one that comes home pregnant. Even the concept of the fact that we have words, like we have a word, if a, if a girl gets has sex prematurely or whatever people say, we call her a slut or mm-hmm. whatever it is. If and there's a, no male equivalent. Exactly. Right. If, a, if a child is born and has no father, he, a, he, uh, you're a bastard. bastard. Right. Right? right? Right. But what's the... What's it? What's the word for the guy who just leaves? Nothing. Dude. Yeah, yeah he's bro. Just, he's just bro. Yeah, yeah. There's just, no. There's no consequence. There, for men. It's Craig. Yeah. His name's yeah. Craig. <laughs> That's it. Bab. Craig. Yeah. 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 It's nobody. <laughs> so it's interesting watching that. And of course, when it comes to Ramadan, just understanding the concept of Ramadan, how how much it means to Islam as a faith, and how you have career Ramadanists, as I call them, because they only do Ramadan every other day. See, so Ramadan's the ninth month of the it's it's usually during the ninth month of the uh, Arabic calendar which mm-hmm. is based on the moon cycle okay. so most of the calendars are based on just the moon cycle it's different the Hebrew calendar is also as well which is why the the holiday holidays team seem to like align Coincide, right. yeah it just happens that they're both based on this this waning and waxing of the crescent moon and and the cycle right so Ramadan is the I would say the I don't know if holiday is the right word, but the, the concept of observance, mm-hmm. exactly, that's a nice way to put it, right? Mm-hmm. Is where you, you basically fast from sun up to sundown. We got into a little bit of this last week because they were getting prepared for Ramadan. But now as we get into Ramadan, it's, it's a pillar and it's supposed to be the cleansing of not just your body through fasting, but your mind and purging yourself of sins and, and, and also the interaction of community. Now we get a lot of that, but we get it in the realest way. We get it in a way that's never been shown before on television. We get Rami going to the mosque uh, with the with everybody, and everyone's actually, his friends are, he's taking it almost too seriously. Right. Why are you dressed like that? Exactly. You, you, you watch too much porn. There's no way you're going to get through you won't make, Ramadan you won't without make watching it. porn. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing his, he's wearing his uh, galbiya, the, the traditional garb. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, everyone's like, no, I don't have a problem with the garb. I have a problem with you wearing Wearing this. that one. Yeah. Right, that from when you were like a kid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't have another one. I mean, uh, as Nikki, how did you perceive, for example, the praying outside of the diner? Uh, you know, I thought that was, I, you know, I've seen that a lot. And um, I think the, I, and I think it's a beautiful tradition, a beautiful ritual. I think I was, I was a little annoyed at Sean for, <laughs> I dude, love we that are part. praying. I Why are you involved? Part. Yeah. I love, listen, the Sean part. The Sean part was, I, I mean, just. I have to explain how funny it is because, it, first of all, they're praying outside because 
It's Ramadan, so, and they, they're, you're supposed to pray five times a day, no matter what, anyway, in the Sunni right. religion, right? Okay. So Sunni, the sect of Islam that most Arabs are, you're supposed to pray five times a day. That's where that comes from. Shiites tend to pray three times a day. Okay. So here we have uh, Sunnis praying outside the diner, and Mo, of course, says, because uh, someone wrote uh, ISIS faggot on... Mm-hmm. on that it's um, great for business. Yeah, it's great for business because it's like, oh my gosh, a hate crime, right? During Ramadan, I couldn't buy publicity like this. And it's just like, because it's just two things that are just the meanest things you could basically right, say. Right, And they put it, place it on the, on the wall. And they're praying right outside of this. And it was just such a diner, good yeah. visual. Yeah. And then Sean comes up and Sean's just like, yo, yo, yo Rami. <laughs> Yo, Rami. And it's like, he's interrupting their prayer. And he's saying, but then again, you see where Sean comes from. Is he's trying to get in on that prayer yeah, business. Because he, he, his mom. Right. His mom's dying. His mom's dying. Of cancer. And of course, prayer is magical. Yeah. And so therefore. That's what people think. Prayer Rami is, should just pray for her and save her. And it's like a, it's like a genie. Because that's what we think often of God. Is mm-hmm. God is a genie. Yeah. Especially when we need God the most. God is obviously a genie who yeah. will make things happen if we I just had pray. An, I had an ex who called God the magic sky daddy. Yeah. And I, yeah. So obviously, that's what people who are not religious probably think that that's how, although that's probably how a lot of people who are religious think that that's how prayer works. So, you know, the whole idea that, that Rami's keeping Steve alive for years just through prayer that's powerful it's powerful and yeah. now Sean wants in on it He's because his mom <laughs> his mom Jackie his mom is cancer. is cancer and is dying and okay so this is why this was so freaking funny if you if you know as they're giving salat um, as they're praying uh Sean comes in and is like, hey, can you can you pray? And he's like, oh, I pray five times a day. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it on the next one. <laughs> and then Sean's like, no, no, I want you want you to do it now. And then he's like, you, you, you're not going to take your shoes off like you just did? So it's just, it's like, like he's, right. he's, he's seeing it from an outside perspective. And then here's the best part. Rami, first of all, the prayer is in, in a specific version. Rami sings Jackie. <laughs> There is no, he's not saying right, anything. Right. It's, it's, but he's saying like, Jackie, hey, Sean. It was, it was so funny. It did it's make just me holler. so humorous. Yeah. Especially if you know Salat, especially if you know how it goes and how he says it in the, Jackie, Jackie. Like, even not knowing that, he's saying it nonsense. Made me it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, uh, Sean. Like, and it was just so strong. And I can understand, and I've empathized with Sean for coming from that perspective, but, oh my gosh, that was just so funny. I mean, it's one of those, I mean, I think you see it in both of these episodes where someone outside of the faith has decided that they know what it means and they know what, you know, and uh, they have their sort of ideas of what it means to be Muslim. And so, yeah, you know, the obviously, you know, praying is magic and, um, and you know, fetishizing... Uh, a woman is also magical. So, like, there's so much awesome, wonderful things that people say about other folks' cultures and sure. experiences I mean, that they should just shut up. That happens often. It happens often. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, on one hand, it's obviously, it can be kind of rude. But on the other hand, it's also, it, there is a sweetness to it that comes about because it's inquisitive and about... curiosity is lovely. Exactly. You, and like, we you have want to, people to be interested. There, and, has, yeah. to be a, ex, there yeah. has to be a dichotomy between yeah. the two where it's, 
There just has to be a way to be interested without being gross. Exactly. Yeah. Don't ask to touch my hair, you know? Word. But I understand yeah. your curiosity about my hair, and it's very endearing. Thank you so much for caring. Yeah. But keep yeah. your hands to yourself. No, but and, let me, let me, yeah. here, let me, let's get close, and then I'll, I'll let you pet my head. Like, there are little <laughs> things, right? And it gets to that, uh... It gets to that. Before we get to that, though, I would like to thank each and every one of you for uh, being, if not as much, more so a part of our panel than both of us. Nikki and I enjoy you and your thoughts and your comments very much. Thank you so much, all of you, for uh, being a part of AfterBuzz. Absolutely. And you can totally help us out by making sure to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. You can give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave us a comment. We read all of that stuff. We love all that stuff. And it just allows us to keep doing what we love, which is being the ESPN of television talk. Yeah. We have so many after show. We We talk about all of your favorite shows. And honestly, Rami is easily in my top five favorite shows right now. I have to, I, I'm being very honest and sincere Absolutely. when I Me talk too. about this because I love this. it's hard not to watch ahead. Like I really yeah. wanted to just keep going. It's so I'm, hard. It's yeah. so difficult not Absolutely. to watch ahead. I, 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 I admit that I am often uh, tempted. Oh, totally tempted. The way Rami's yeah. tempted. The way Rami's <laughs> tempted. Um, okay, so we get a couple terms that we need to understand. Okay. Let's discuss Maghrib. Maghrib, of course, uh, is the prayer just after sunset. It's the fourth of the five obligatory daily prayers in Islam. So uh, that's that's the concept. When we hear Maghrib, that's what it means. So remember that. Uh, we also get another term which we should discuss, uh, a tarwiha. Uh, if, we, if we break it all down, especially, especially Maghrib is important for Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's the one that breaks the fast. Okay. Which you get to see. So remember, you can only eat before the first prayer and after, after. the fourth prayer. Okay? So the concept is okay. sun sun up, you have to stop eating, mm-hmm. and sun down. And I love when Mo's like, how do you think Muslims used to do it? You think all this app shit? They didn't have apps. <laughs> They just saw the the sun's up, and then then Ahmed comes in like, too much light pollution, I can't tell anything. It could be the new target, I don't know. Maybe it was the new target. Um, It's just so, so smart, especially, uh, like, I always always bring this up, but it's just like, um, this is, this is, this is, an American tale. Yeah. It's an American tale. The way they're interacting with each other, because, okay, with Rami and Sarah, we see Sarah still in the picture, which I thought she was going to be gone after the stuff she pulled too, last time. And I'm surprised that she wants to, you know, wait 30 days. Like uh, I don't know if she's going to wait. She's going to wait. Well, she's, she couldn't she's even gonna, wait to gonna, go to the shower with somebody. She's going to wait to hang out with him. Sure. But she's going to handle her business while he's handling his Ramadan business. 100%. Yeah. So she's actually very respectful. And I really like Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah's so cute. The only thing I did not like was last episode when she went and, with, some, and, yeah. with the shower to the she could have enjoyed her her e high exactly. without all of that. Yeah, exactly. So that I did not like, but I really like Sarah, and she waited. And then here we see Rami basically saying, "I'm going to take this Ramadan very seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take it seriously." Something that happens all the time is, and this was so classic. If you come from this type of family, is that. He's like, why didn't you wake me up before the first, before sunup? And I did. I tried. You didn't wake up. And now, and now I'm going to be hungry all day. Yeah, yeah, and it happens all the time. That's his responsibility, though. Come on, if he wants to get up in time for the first for the first meal, 
He should have got up. Yeah, but that's it's not like, his mama's job. Yeah, but to it wake is though because the they, this is the family unit. See, that's a very Western way of thinking. It, is it? Is that okay. I'm? He's old enough. Right. He should be he's doing a grown stuff. Man. Enough. No, until you're married, you're not grown. Oh. And even then, you're still. You'll always be my son. Like even growing up, I remember my dad saying things like, "Even when you're 65." I will be your father, and you will be a little boy. And I'm oh, wow. Just, and it's a thought. It's a thought. <laughs> yeah. That's why That's why Middle Eastern families tend to stay at, in, in a singular home unit for much longer. Wow, okay. Kids stay at home. We saw this. We'll, we'll talk about that definitely in episode six, yeah. where the kids are both. You're talking about Rami's, what, 27 or 28 in the show? Yeah. And, and Dina's like 24, 25, and they're both, both at home. At home yeah. So that's the concept. Yeah. So that family unit is very, it, it's a very big part of of what goes on, which is why what happens in the episode five is such a big deal, right? So we get we get that and it's such a good nod to no one helping you. Like, oh, I tried to wake you, don't wake. <laughs> and then we see Uncle Nassim is eating. Oh. Uncle Nassim. Uncle Nassim is throwing down with a Subway sandwich. But he's not, though, because that's such a, once again, another where you take what you want from a religion and leave, and the, leave the rest. It's like, yeah. uh, it's between me and God. If you, you are serious about Ramadan, I'll turn my back while right. I eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Uncle Nassim. Then, I love him. And then he says such a, such, a, it's so brilliant. Like, I, I just wish I could, I could give you my life experiences so you can enjoy this as much. Like, when he says something like, uh, yeah, they follow Saudi. I don't follow Saudi. They're a corrupt nation. And, and, and Rami goes, well, I thought you said that about Israel. He's like, yeah, yeah, but they're Jews. They don't, they don't know, know better. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so strong where, because these conspiracies, this justification, just this, this outward outrageousness is something that can be so old school and yeah. old world. Well, I, you know, what I love about Uncle Nassim is that even though, like, culturally the references are different, I think I, I have that uncle. You yeah, know? everyone like, has. I have, it's I an have uncle. uncle. It just yeah. depends on where you're from. There is, this is something people need to understand. There is redneck oh, yeah. in every country <laughs> you go to. The problem is, we only show rednecks from other countries, but guess what? In other countries, they only show rednecks from here. <laughs> so if you go to other countries, that's what they perceive America right, to right. be. And then when you watch it and you see someone burning the flag or an American flag or whatever, those are the rednecks of that country. <laughs> okay. Those aren't the ma- mass population. They're not the majority. They're those not are, the majority. They're not the, the educated ones. They're just, and it's just so, I, I'm so fun glad to watch Uncle Nassim. That's a really good distinction to make, and and especially to acknowledge the redneck, because I was like, that conspiracy theory, the whole, I have legit heard an uncle say, well, you know, white people don't know any better. Like, that was like, oh, right, I get A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That is yeah. a very common thing. Actually, I often say this, the most racist people I know are the old black people. Oh, totally. Who are just up <laughs> They got something about everybody. That white cracker don't know shit. Right. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, Uncle James, we're at the doctor's. Right. <laughs> That's your doctor. You know? Because yes. he's white. It's yes, like, Uncle absolutely. James, he's, yeah. he's such a wonderful person. He's mixed. <laughs> you know? But yes. it's just it's just fun watching this character, Uncle Nassim. Even though he was he was he was barely in both episodes, he still remains such a great Makes character. Such an impact, yeah. Absolutely. Such, such a strong one. So then we hear them talking about sex. Rami can't sustain from masturbating because he watches so much porn, which is something you probably should do during Ramadan. Can't abstain from sex. And Rami's just like, what do you mean? And he keeps bringing up, what do you mean I watch too much porn? And they keep saying it like, Rami is just, I want to know what kind of porn Rami's into. And like, and like, they think he just watches porn 24 hours a day. Yeah. So, 
it makes me wonder what do they think he did he does all day like what like that's a lot of porn well, for them to think that they really they, you can't stop and then I like how Mo and uh, Ahmed and Rami have that conversation and uh, Ahmed's like you know what what turns me on <laughs> I think about the time my par- my my wife and I we were in Paris and that passion and that's what I jerk off to <laughs> to emotion. when we were in love yeah yes. when we were in yeah. love he's so sweet so sweet, so sweet such a, it's such a good such good character <laughs> development uh, Mo of course says we they go to the mosque. And they're like, what are we doing? Oh, we go to the mosque. I mean, this Muslim, it's Coachella for Muslims. It's Ramadan, baby. <laughs> it's Ramadan. But Rami doesn't know that there's more going on. There's a lot more. Uh, this meeting, this secret the meeting. meeting. So we get to meet Ahmed's cousin. So we get that in the preview from last time. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know the context of where it is. So now we actually see where it comes into play. We meet Ahmed's cousin, who, by the way, is a cutie. I, I'm telling you right she's now. She's totally cute. She's very Absolutely. attractive. She's very upfront. Very She's organized. about her she business. She has her notes prepared. She she's does. got her questions. She knows what she needs She to knows know. what she wants, and she, yeah. she goes through the questions with Rami. Yeah. Some of the questions were kind of intrusive, but she's upfront. She knows her value, and she's... I loved it. And she was even... She was with him as he was growing as a man, figuring out what he needs. But she had a bottom line. She did. She wants her kids to speak Arabic. If you don't speak Arabic, I'm sorry. It's this, done. This meeting is over. She closed it. And, and here's the interesting thing. Now, if you remember before, we saw Rami trying to read the Quran mm-hmm. in his bed. So he's reading the Quran, and he only knows the word Allah, uh, mm-hmm. because that's the easiest word to recognize in the <laughs> Arab language. It's the one that everyone has a pendant of. Right, right. It's such a beautifully uh, drawn word. It's very artistically looking. It's 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 a, it's a palindrome in the way it looks in a way. I mean, it's just nice. And so that's all he knows. And so now we fast forward uh, to him not being able to read Quran. And she's like, oh, what's your favorite? It's like, oh, I read it in English. And she's like, boom, close. After he gave, he broke down, and I thought that would be the turnoff is that yeah. he doesn't have a plan. But she Me was like, too. "I really like your honesty that you you had." He brings up the sex thing, a big no no, right? And you saw that that if, that she had a moment where she was like, "I don't know if I like this," but she let him continue. I like it. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I I love a woman who knows what she wants, right? Rami's very charismatic. He's cute. He's he got is. this he's cutie. Adorable. He's a cutie patootie. Yeah. I've seen this happen in real life. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I've seen Rami. <laughs> break down girls with his real life charm so it was cute to watch him do the same on, stay, uh, on on set and then he can't read Arabic and she's just done and that is actually a concept of a deal breaker and I must admit if I I would prefer to be with a girl that spoke Farsi or Arabic or at least another language. I that it's. I'm not saying it's a no no for me, but it's definitely a oh no for me. I can get that. Everybody has their deal breakers, yeah. whatever they are. Um, mine are not about language, so yeah. you know that, that works. Yeah, I mean it's just an interesting factor. And in, I mean, as someone, I read and write, of course, the languages, and I I would want someone that actually has a proficiency in the spoken language. And yeah. I was like, ooh, so real. So then they go to the they go to the gathering, and this is why it's important. So we meet the Aleka Salam, Assalamu Alaikum, brother. Right. And he's like, <laughs> and Mo's like, he's undercover. No one says it two times. He's Dominican, and that's 
<laughs> they're not funny, even trying anymore. As funny as it is, that is a real thing. Wow. That is a real thing wow. that the, the that the FBI, I mean, we, we know this. In fact, you want to know something about this infamous Robert Mueller, who everyone is on? He's actually part of the protocol that sent a lot of these undercovers into the mosque after 9-11, going into for a five to eight year period. And wow. now it's, a, it's also still a thing that there are undercovers and they go in. And if you watch, and I've, I've said this before, that Rami is basically if Atlanta meets this show that's on Amazon, Informer, Informer on Amazon shows a lot of that, where mm. they send in people and they go in as undercovers. And how has your Ramadan been? Like, right. No one asked these questions right. exactly. Most like, yeah, 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 he's undercover. That was actually, I mean, I, I like great for Mo, like showing up at the in the nick of time because Rami obviously didn't know, yeah. or he might not have been. It might have just right. been a really he friendly just guy, been really nice, but he's right. too friendly, and, right. and it happens. And I've even seen it happen with black culture where it's like, if a white guy's friendly, it's fine. White people are friendly, but if another black guy's too friendly, you're like, what, what's, what's your he angle? Want? What are you doing? Exactly. Right. What's your yeah. game? Yeah. What's your game? So it's just it's interesting dynamic, and, and to watch that, <laughs> he's like, he's undercover. Come on, come on, come on. Um, so we get. We get Salma. Salma, we got a tidbit in the beginning where she is the complainer. She's the, she is, and here's what she reminded me of. She reminded me of Dina in a couple years. Fast forward, this is Dina. This is Dina in a couple years. I can see. A reluctant Dina. You know, it's funny because she, she, you said she's a complainer. I, I felt like she just was, you know, asking for what she needed. She was asking for. A I didn't kid. call her a complainer. Yeah, the, show the show calls called her complainer. Mo specifically. Yeah, oh, what's she does. complaining about now? What, she wants to petition for tea, and it's all normal stuff. It, right. But it's so real. Right. It's so real. I mean, and there she, is she one has of a her. Good point. She's like, the, "Have you been in the women's section? It's small. My husband's traveling too much. I need some help." Yeah, Mo's I like, mean, "Been to the women's? Why would I ever go? It's for all, who's only been, who's been there? And who, women? So, and so who cares? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's so, just, yeah, yeah. And, and and sometimes it can honestly be like that. Uh, it can uh, actually there is there is look regardless of how people want to express it or explain it or justify it there is obviously misogyny in every culture but there's clearly an old world misogyny that exists very much in Middle Eastern culture and at times especially in in Arab culture there is a misogyny and so we have to address it and Rami does it so intelligently where it's brought up in the way of this is an unsatisfied wife she's asking for minimal things you're not paying attention to your wife. So Rami feels for her. He feels that connection. He's got, he likes strong women. He does. And he wants to be, I think he wants, you know, he wants to be that kind of guy to someone. He does. You know, she's she's like, this is what I want. I'm not getting that from my husband. And he he's giving her exactly what she needs in that moment. And, she, and he gives her what she needs. In so he's many like, ways. He, basically, thank you for bringing the kid home. Um... <laughs> Uh, can, in that case, can I ask you for one, one more thing? More and then next thing you know, this is the first day of Ramadan. <laughs> Bro, you couldn't even wait? Yes. And then, of course, he's having sex with the wife, which is... And, and we kind of felt that vibe. I don't know if you did, but I felt like something was going to happen. They were enjoying those peanut butter and jelly pockets well, together too much. I was like, there's something happening here. There's so, I mean, yeah. it was very cute. Yeah. It, and and still, you have to remember this is someone's wife. Like, and even the noises they were making while they were eating sounded a little sexual, sexual to me. And I was like, yeah, they're about to They're about something. to get it on. And they're they about got it to on. have a little, yeah. And then, of course, Rami wakes up and the kid walks in. Which is, oh my gosh, heart. And he goes, are you a bad guy? Which had the double entendre of, of are you a bad 
guy, as in, are you a bad guy? Are mm -hmm. you a robber? Are right. you a thief right. who broke into the house? And also, are you a bad person? A bad man who's 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 not honoring the 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 traditions and not honoring the the what the the marriage between this couple and, and not you just slept with someone's wife exactly like, you're like you're like dang kids you're a little deep yo like, it was that's deep. A deep it was just such a perfectly yeah. placed time as Rami's going through his phone and looking at Sean's mom Sean posted mom you, that is dying, and it's like mom. yo he slept with the <laughs> the wife and then Sean's mom he's dies like, he's like I killed Sean's <laughs> mom that's how he's feeling <laughs> like it's so good uh, uh such a good episode really that's why was. I do the Ramadan I mean yeah. wow. And anyone at home, remember, Ramadan's not just for Muslims. Everyone can partake. You can fast. It's very good. And a lot of religious, uh, a lot of relig religious observations and traditions have a lot of uh, roots in things that would would be very good for your health. Sure. So even something as simple as washing before you give salat, that's a very healthy thing to do, which we know now. Of course, at the time, it might have been the only way to convince entire communities to do so when they have the wrath or fear of God. Right. Uh, thou shalt not sleep with thy neighbor's wife. That's probably Ooh, one of those things. That was very covetous. Strong. So very let's talk um, refugees. Let's talk refugees because we get into that refugee talk as we have uh, in, in episode six as, as, uh, uh, as dad is just going off. Dina, Ooh. Dina, we have to talk something important. Look, if you have sex, if you go with a guy, you're going to have sex. You're going to get pregnant. No one's going to want you. You're going to be, you're going to have crack. You're going to be on crack. You're that's a real, such a Middle Eastern moment. Oh my gosh. Like, I was sitting there thinking the amount of therapy she's going to need just for this conversation. Every single Middle Eastern kid oh would need therapy. Oh my gosh. It's interesting, though, that the father actually had the talk. Usually that's a talk reserved. Uh, they usually don't give that talk. It's actually something that's a little bit taboo. Uh, I will say this, that any time I did anything, my father would say something like, do you want to work at the gas station? And I was, I, in my head, I had this... <laughs> Owning a gas station, good. Working at a gas station, you're the worst person on the planet. Gotcha. Like you're just the, the low-life employee. <laughs> just work at the gas station. So everything was so, because that exaggeration is very much a part of Middle Eastern culture, is to exaggerate something to the worst possibility. Oh my gosh, right? He took it to the extreme of course. possibility. And we yeah. saw it again when uh, Dina accidentally knocks over her computer and it's like water spills on it. And the mom's like, you broke it? It's expensive. <laughs> and then she's like, no, I just got water on it. And she goes like, she broke her computer, and then that's like it was oh, so, so expensive. expensive. <laughs> <laughs> like they, it's, they have to. Everything has to be to the extreme. Has to be to the extreme. Um, we see Dina gets the sex talk as a kid, and now she's an adult. She is getting her master's in anthropology, uh, and she's working hard. And she's never had sex. And we get to meet her friends. Mm -hmm. And one of her friends has had sex, and the other one still hasn't. Yeah, I was a. Uh, I was really intrigued about. Uh, it almost seemed like they had a little pact almost that they were going to sort of, you know, carry the the, the virgin thing together uh, until they until they you know got married or whatever. I, I was really interested in the conversation that um, that Dina was saying that her parents would never let her move out. And in my American mind, I'm thinking my you know Western you know non non Arab mind, I'm thinking, what are your parents are going to let you like but you're an adult you should go but this is you know it goes back to what you were saying you're, earlier so, and this is a thing it's it's cultural yeah and it and it actually applies to both uh, boys and girls but especially more to girls it's weighed heavier and it's a very it's a very traditional thing that families stay together to the point where even if for example there are a lot of homes where uh, the brothers 
Well, one brother will live upstairs with his wife in a home, in a big home. A brother will have the upstairs, and then the other brother with his wife and children will have the downstairs. Families are very, very together. Yeah. That is a very traditional value of families being together. Old folks' homes are, are very, almost non-existent. Yeah. So they would stay with the family. There's mm-hmm. no questions asked in that. And children should stay at home until they are married. It's a very new thing, this first generation where we get to leave the home. I remember my youngest sister uh, and my my having to go and live at college was such a big deal. But by the time it got to my youngest sister, it was just something we all did. Right. So they understood it. But it's very different there. Yeah. It would be very different in the Middle East. And even if so, they would try to make it work where everyone lives at the home. Yeah. Or at least, even if they could, like everyone lives in these compounds where every home is owned by a family member. So if you go on, a, on streets in the, in the Middle East, it's often if one family lives here, their relatives live next door and the door after wow. them. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a common. That was thing. my mother's dream. Yeah, that, she, is that was dream. what she wanted. She wanted to she wanted to like buy a neighborhood, and that's where and the whole family just lives that in the neighborhood. Would be the dream. That's wow. the concept. So that's a, that's a thing. And Dina, of course, is treated differently than Rami. Now mm-hmm. Rami's a little bit older, but he's also a boy. Mm-hmm. I feel that that's something that happens in every community Absolutely. to a, a, to an Absolutely. extent. Yeah, my mom, uh, my brother was allowed to walk to the corner store by himself when he was ten. But when I was 10 and asked, they said, no, you can't. And when I asked why, they said, because you're a girl. Hmm. And I was mystified and and so angry about that. Um, and, and now I'm, I'm like, wow, you know, what I really related to you in this episode was that dynamic and that whole conversation that Rami had with her about, you know, they just say stuff. My brother said that exact same thing to me once. You know, they just say stuff. You, your problem is that you listen to it too closely. That you care too much. So real. Yeah, yeah. You want to know something interesting? I was the one, as the oldest, who listened to them. And my siblings were like, they just say stuff. (laughs) What are they going to do? Ah, we're living our lives. I was like, what? Wait, what? You're bringing a a boy home? (laughs) What? Like, it was was, a thing. And I just, uh, I was the one. They instilled all of their values into me as much as possible on every side. So it was just one of those things where I was always, I always cared how they felt or what they would say. Me too. Even when I go home, I take my earrings out. Wow. And remember, my parents have seen me on TV. They have seen me do shows, everything. When I see them, I will take my earrings out out of respect. Yeah. So it's just a respect thing. And and that's a big part of the culture. So... People are always going to be stricter, more stricter on girls than boys. Maybe it should be. Maybe it shouldn't be. The world is dangerous for everyone. But it does seem to be a little more dangerous for girls. I'm not advocating treating them differently. But I am saying I understand where it comes from. Yes. And at this point, though, however, she's not a little girl. She is 25 years old and getting a master's. And they still treat her the same. Like, be home by 9. And calling her while she's out. Oh, yeah, that happens. Whole... Listen, but that's a real thing. That happens think, to all of us. I think my mom was... was a, a Middle, Middle Eastern, Eastern mom. But, uh, where, mom, where is your family from? Uh, they're from North Carolina. So that's what I'm saying yeah. about the South is that that Southern culture would be way more like the Middle Eastern yeah. culture in in many regards and aspects. Yeah. That's, so Dina's friend, by the way, uh, she has uh, there, and that's another thing we see again how Muslims come in all different shapes. We mm-hmm. see a Somali Muslim. Mm-hmm. Uh, her friend is Somalian, uh, or at least we assume she's Somalian from her look and her her. 
her religion. Mm-hmm. And she was gorgeous, by the way. I loved she her. She was beautiful. She was so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I'm like, call me. So then they're talking. They have this pact. And and then we see she has this little crush on the, the little coffee boy, mm-hmm. the little white boy at the Kyle. coffee. Exactly. Who Kyle. Plop, plop from The Office. Did you watch The Office? No. <gasps> So he was in the last two seasons of The Office. He played a character named Peter who was called Plop, Plop. instead of, instead oh, okay. of Peter. So interesting. As I was my, writing my notes, I I called him Plop. Oh, that's actually yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. See, yeah. that's that's actually awesome to know. It's, the character it would have been great if he was a coffee boy on that show too. <laughs> he's a little older. He's <laughs> been around. He's he he gets they they obviously flirt. There's a flirtation there. Mm-hmm. Dina likes him. Mm-hmm. And then hearing upon hearing that her friend lost her virginity, Dina is feeling like she wants to lose hers. We see her trying to use the shower head, which by the way was a drippy shower head. Not even that, a, that not shower even a good shower. Not that get shower head not going to go. get you no, there. No, no, no. But it's I had not. a little drippy shower head, and <laughs> they try to use it. I legit was like, is she? Is it the temperature that's yeah. doing it for her? I don't understand. And, and, yeah. and, and, she, and then you hear the <laughs> knock, and it's like, Dina, hurry up! I need to use. It's like wait. And then the mom, it yes. was so good. Oh my gosh. So strong. So she's about to have sex with Kyle. Like she goes out. But before there, she had the dream. The dream. Now, the dream. We need to talk about the dream. The dream, like, thoroughly upset me. Oh, upset you? Oh my God. I was, I was freaking dying. out. I was freaking I was out. dying. Oh my gosh. Were you? Oh like, my it, God. You have no idea. It was funny, but I it was, was just I had to pause it. I had to pause it. Oh my God. Because at first, I thought when when mom came in, it was very realistic because I was even when they were getting it on in the room, I was like, "Why would you bring them home?" Right. That's a no no. Right. But then when mom came, I was like, and then later I was like, "Oh, it's a dream." Yeah. And I yeah. like, but I had to pause it because I was like, oh, "It's the worst. It's the worst thing that could happen." But to me. did it feel like were you laughing or were you just no. like cringing? The cringing. I was cringing I was too. Dying. I was totally freaking out. Yeah. No, because no, no. if this happened, I would just die. I would. Die. Exactly. <laughs> I would just die. I would just want to go into a shell. Oh yeah. my gosh, no, it, was it was so good. It was a lot, yeah. And then, of course, every family member comes in. And Uncle Nassim, yeah. everybody's there. Oh, yeah. It's your fault. Rami comes in like, what? Yeah. What's, yeah. So oh good. Such a, so, dream, but dreams as dreams do go to reality. And uh, Dina goes over to Kyle's and is and they're about to get it on. And then Kyle. Wait. Good. No, no, please. Because I was going to say, no, we, no, skipped, I hear this. we skipped her leaving the house to go Oh, to yeah, Kyle's. she did. She Because that conversation. Yeah, that was real. She took Rami's advice a little too much. And she, like, came for Uncle Nassim. She went after Uncle Woo! Nassim. That was super edgy. Yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you attracted to me? or Work out your feelings. Yeah. What? And Uncle Nassim had nothing to say. Right. Yeah. But I think, uh, again, I mean, uh, another thing that I related to in that was that everybody's got a pervy uncle. Yeah. Right? So, like, <laughs> so I was like, is Uncle Nassim no being a pervy uncle? Or is he just, like, yeah, like, right, no one ever stands up to you. I used to have an uncle who who would, be, like, uh, be would real. kiss me on the lips and slip his tongue into my mouth no. when he did it. And I would contrive ways to not have to kiss him hello and goodbye. Oh. I would be like, hey! You know, like, so I wouldn't have to have that experience. Everybody has a pervy uncle. The whole idea that she called him out, I was like, I have some uncles to call. Like, oh I was like, gosh. I loved that moment. Such a strong moment. Yeah. I mean, we love watching Dina be the strong woman. Actually, it actually kind of messes with me when she's not because she's such a strong it's it's she doesn't need to be passive aggressively strong and i understand it and it's such a real character development so it was so nice 
So she goes over to Kyle's. She gets to Kyle's. And she and first of all, Kyle had a really nice apartment for coffee bean salary, bro. Word. Yo, it was such a nice because remember, they still live in like new like right outside New York. Right. He's got a full kitchen. Yeah, it was too nice. Like yeah. I was like, bruh, you better come from a rich family. <laughs> You're working at a coffee shop yeah. at a college. Exactly. And you living like this? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he cooks hum he makes hummus from scratch. Not an easy task. Wait, though. Yeah. From the get-go, yeah. from the moment he commented on her hair being straightened, I was like, I know who he is. Yeah. I knew I knew exactly We've who seen he it was. before. Yeah. We've seen it before. Actually, I feel that it happens a lot with uh, black women. Oh. The white guy who's like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yo, I, I, I voted for Obama. You're like, oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Right. Oh, the whole fetishist thing was yeah. so... Happens. I, I get it as a black woman. I get it as a fat woman. Uh, it's so amazing the yeah. things that people will say based on their little what they think, what they think is hot, I which think is crazy. It's, yeah, I think first of all that was so funny. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> just you're like I get it as a black woman, I get it as a fat woman, I get it as a woman. <laughs> just, <laughs> like you're just going just down like, like I get it as whoa. <laughs> like I'm just I just uh. Uh, it happens when the girls are like, oh my friend will love you. Really? Okay, that's nice. Why? She loves black guys. Like that's the only qualification right. here. Nothing else about you. So is we see yeah. this with Kyle. We yeah. see Kyle makes the hummus from scratch, and then it started from there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, "Speak Arabic to me." No. Yeah, speak mm-hmm. Arabic to me. And we actually, this is our special segment. We learn a new word. What's? Do you remember wait, wait, the new wait, word? Wait, 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 wait. I have it. I have it. Yeah, say it the new is... word. It's a phrase, actually. It's not just a word. It is ina. Ina. Ina behebek. Ina behebek. Exactly. Ina Which is, I like you, or I love you. Yes. Ina behebek. Um, ina Yeah, it's like, I love you, I like you. And it's, remember, we have, like, words like Habibi, Habibti. Mm-hmm. It's in that same realm. Enna is, like, me, like mm-hmm. I. Uh, and then Behepek, love Behepek. you. The, I love Because that. of the post tense. So yeah. it, it was the new word where we learned but there a new was, word. But that was our special segment on the new word. But there was no, I, none of that good Yo, feeling. Listen, she was Kyle. like, and she was just trying to get it. And he was like, all right, keep it on. Keep right. your clothes She's on. She's like, just shut up yeah. and stop being an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, just, you know, <laughs> I love camels. So I just wanted to let you know, you know, hookah, love hookah. Like he's throwing <laughs> right. out all. I'm really into sand. Yeah, right. I love sand. <laughs> like I, and then he gives the, the, the vanilla explanation. The vanilla explanation is like, I'm just white. And, van- and that's vanilla, that's plain. I want some flavor, and you're the flavor. Right, yeah. Like the checklist. Like like your spice on yeah. his, on his you know, nasty chicken. Yeah. It's not cute. It's not, not cute. cute. The fact that she had to actually say, can we role play that I am a white woman? Yeah, so strong. Oh, my God. And then he's like, mm, that's uh, turned me off. <laughs> he basically was like, that's anti-erection. I need right. you to be, I need you to be Jasmine this, from Aladdin. Right, I need the, that. I need you to be this ethnic goddess that I have fantasized that exactly. you are. Yeah. Oh, no. And it really happens. I felt like she stayed a little too long for me, actually. I felt like she had an ambition, which was that she was trying to get. She was going to lose her virginity. Yeah, she was, trying to, she was trying to stay in it for that. But legit, like from the from the from the word go on the the hair straightening, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It, well, to me, it was cute. I I personally like curly hair. Uh, it was cute that he made hummus. I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then it all went south. I actually hated the fact that he made hummus. It's like it's like if I go on a date with somebody and they and they take me to Roscoe's like for 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 like fried chicken, like. 
Yeah, you know what? You don't have to prove that you like my food, my yeah. people, the, the, the food of my people. And that's Crazy. real. Yeah. So that's and that's episodes five and six. Ugh. In a nutshell, I mean, oh, so strong. Each and every each each week we get more Rami. Oh I'm just gosh. all about this. This is honestly one of the best shows on Hulu, if not the best show. A hundred percent. It's yeah. definitely the best. Uh, millennial show, I would say. And it's setting a new standard, I think. 100%. I mean, it's absolutely sort of saying, you know, you guys have been really cute with your whole girls and whatever, but like, let's, let's, let's get, let's get into something real. 100%. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you something as a comedian and as a, you know, Rami's a good friend of mine, there are times that as a comedian, I watch comedians do things that I would love to do. I, I it happened with me with Gerard Carmichael oh, one time. Yeah. Uh, Who's an executive going, producer on the exactly, show? Exactly. Yeah. Going with Gerard and specifically having to me uh, one time with Whitney Cummings when she was mm-hmm. on stage she she was so good that I wanted to quit comedy because I was like wow that's a that's amazing what yeah. she just did yeah. and I was like Whitney oh my gosh and now with Rami this show is just it's so motivational but it's also like man this is like everything I wish I could do Absolutely. even the way Rami the song hits and it writes Rami in Arabic and in English like it just hits like so perfectly so Absolutely I agree such a as great a comedian show. myself everything you just said ditto I yes. know how it feels let's yeah. get into some predictions really quick mm. and now you're after buzz tv predictions ooh my predictions. I um, am looking forward to what happens between uh, Rami and Sarah. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. Um, I think it would be really interesting if there are some consequences to Rami having his first day of Ramadan, you know, sexcapades with, uh, whose name I can't remember, what was her name? Selma. With Selma. Um, and um, I don't know what else is going to happen. I think, I would love to see Rami, like, end up with someone and maybe move toward marriage. I don't know. Uh, I I will say this. I, man, I, okay, with Sarah, I think because it's set up that she was going to wait 30 days, I think she doesn't wait, and Rami gets mad at her, and then Rami had this, and was like, wait, you're mad at me, and you did the same thing? It's a double standard. Mm-hmm. That's a talk, possibly. But I know a lot of people binge the show. I mean, it's so hard for us not to binge the show. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we should start binging the show and getting this knocking it out, but I, I think that's going to be the play. Okay, I, I'm, I, I'm here for it, and I can't wait for more Uncle Nassim. Ugh. But I, I don't even know. We're gonna. We'll, we will find out. We will find out. Can't but until wait. then, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on all the social medias at Nikki Bailey underscore or at NikkiBaileyComedy.com. I love that. And I am Teron, literally, and I am Teron all across the board. Find me at I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N-I-G, Facebook, Twitter, tweet, tweet, all that. And, of course, hosting a slew of other AfterBuzz After Shows. We talk all the good things and all the shows that you love to talk about. And we are there until next time. I would like to bid you farewell. Masalama to all of you. Uh, same Rami time, same Rami AfterBuzz channel. Next week, see you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.